Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sports Council Podcast. I am your host Matt, and I'm here with Gav and G for this episode of the show. With the fantasy trade deadline fast approaching, it's time to start looking ahead for the playoffs. We'll take a look at some players that you might want to look to acquire for the juicy playoff matchups. Plus, we give some week 10 starts and sits and have a very special listener league recap. Today is November 8th, 2022, and this is the 81st episode of the show. Man, what a week. What a week. I, love I hate it. fantasy football. <laughs> G, your 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 reconciliation of the week. Uh, bye week for my Steelers. So no pain, no gain. I mean, same here. Back. But I enjoyed I enjoyed a bye week football. Honestly, I thought I was gonna go out and do stuff. Hate my this life. weekend, but you know I had no plans because I'm very lonely. So I just stayed and watched football. <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez. Don't let, it, don't let <laughs> them know, dude. This is like... At Bay a... Council on Twitter, slide into the DMs. Matt usually is the guy on Twitter, so he'll respond yeah. to Sing, you. Yeah, he's like, he'll make some plans with me. Man. <laughs> he's 5'10". Let's go out. Let's go out to do stuff. He's a 10'5", actually. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, sorry. 10'5". <laughs> Hulking of a man, dude. Bench is 270. Could have been you the NFL it. if it wasn't for that knee injury that he has suffered back in uh, high school. Oh, Remember, Matt? Hate to see it. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yes. No worries. We'll just talk about fantasy football today. Yeah, yes. And we have a very special recap for you. Um, honestly, I didn't want to do this Listener League recap because I'm trying to put the Listener League out of my mind. But luckily, we do have other people in this league, one of which is... Go Pantars or Bang Bang, otherwise known as Rob. And he has agreed to do the Listener League recap for us. So him and G are going to do it for us. Take it away, guys. Another crazy week in our Sleeper League. And we brought Rob here, one of our guests, and our, one of our actual comp- competitors in the league to help us recap it. Yeah, let's get it, G. We're going to jump right off into my own matchup. So we had... Antonio Brown's PR team, which is yours truly, Robbie two times, versus Matt, whose name currently is We Don't Win Here Anymore. And I think that's a good name for the fact that he put up 77 points. Yeah, against your 124, got blown out by like 50. And another five is that he's on a five-game losing streak. It's real ugly, bro. It's real ugly. I mean, he had to start Taysom Hill and Kadarius Toney. Isaiah Pacheo. These are horrible options. This is what happens when you draft Jonathan Taylor first. God. And hey, you made fun of me, bro. This was, I mean, Christian McCaffrey was on bye, but I had the first pick. I took Christian McCaffrey instead of Jonathan Taylor. Uh huh. Yeah, hey. I, I, I did hate on that pick at the beginning of the season, so I'm going to hold accountability because I would have took Taylor and I probably would have been where Matt is right now. But you got a nice four game win streak, though. But you know, go Panthers, if anybody remembers. We got a little four game <laughs> win streak. Uh, you know, feeling good going into the next week. Let's get it going. Yeah. First place, I respect it, man. And they can't hate on that. Nobody's going to bring it up later, but it's okay, you know, you know, you know. All right, so bring it up next. You know, we'll just keep it going with uh, with your team, triple tight formation yeah. versus Dylan or Westworld canceled. Um, Wasn't a pretty matchup to say the least, right? I was going to say this was a pretty – this was a mid-off. I mean, 105 to 87, G1. Um, yeah. Joe Burrow didn't really do much. Neither did Jalen Hurts. 
Mark Andrews out for me. He was damn near like him and Travis Kelsey are my two, you know, first picks. So it's hard. I don't really got much else out, outside of them. I mean, you had to start Tyler Higby, who did not even get a catch, and you somehow snuck away with the W. Yeah, I mean, his team sucks too, bro. He's three and six as well, just like Matt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's ugly, bro. Against anybody else, I would have lost. It's just like one of those things where you're like that's exactly how I felt. Down. Yeah, man. That's exactly how he has Derek Carr in his bench. Oof. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, he has Najee Harris. He has Najee Harris. That that's saying it right there. All right, so I promise there's going to be scoring coming soon, but we'll have to wait a little bit. <laughs> but next, we're going up to Nando versus Ugly Kid. Ugly Kid won 141 to 100. And, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Ugly Kid's team is kind of stacked. It was a bunch of trades last week. Uh, not even sure who's we on the team really anymore. Yeah, yeah, we did. We, we did trade some of them. But, I mean, Jalen Waddle and Justin Jefferson for Ugly Kid, that's kind of nasty. It is, bro. And then you got a good week from Christian Kirk. Like, those come in, like, it seems like one out of every three weeks. But I like it. I like it. I mean, I don't know how many weeks Trevor Lawrence is going to be a reliable fantasy starting quarterback. But if you can get 16 a game for him, bro, that's the league, like, all he really needs, right? Honestly. And on the other side, Nando, I mean, if you see yeah. his nickname, Alvin Kamara is a disappointment. <laughs> yeah, it's that's not looking good for him. I mean... This is what happens when you're a Panther fan. That's all I can say. We also had four guys on by, but and Justin Fields on the bench. Probably one of my started him. Yikes! But you're not like going into the week thinking about starting Justin Fields over Kyler Murray. Like no way in hell, right? I'm not gonna lie. I put in a couple waiver claims in a couple leagues for Justin Fields, but but that's after the week. You wouldn't have started. That's him true. That's true. That's true. That's him. true. And I'm gonna St. Brown for Nando came back down to earth after that injury. He yeah. hasn't. Yeah. About one point, thirteen points, and nine points. Yeesh. Yeah, it's not. It's getting ugly there, bro. I sold on my Ramondre stock, but or Amon Rob stock. Sorry about that. Well, all right, let's go to the next one. To the most points I've ever seen in a fantasy game, we got Gav putting up two hundred and twenty-six points. I mean, that's insane. I don't just literally kept me speechless. Like looking at this, it just doesn't even make sense. I mean, I don't even think we even need to say how much we will, but it, the person he played lost by a hundred points in Jamar. And he put up 123. He put up 123 like, points. He's like, like half the league. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do some quick math real quick. If he had Kenyon Drake, the Patriots defense, Devonte Adams and Travis Etienne only, uh, Gav would have won with wow. four players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this team is just like had a unison popping off, which is just like insane. Like you know, everybody just decided before the game, like they're all gonna pop off together and just you know break records. Yeah, you got to think Gav's feeling good. I mean, he just moved up uh, one spot. Now he's in the eighth seed, at sitting at three and six, but putting up two hundred twenty six points. You got to be feeling good about yourself, especially yeah. after all those trades. I mean, what the craziest thing is, is that he is literally third in scoring. He's 12 points behind you, but he's seven seeds lower than you. So, like, whoever matches up with him in the playoffs is in for a reckoning. Like, those were one of those ones where you'd rather just, you know, avoid him. Like, obviously, there's harder and, you know, easier matchups in the playoffs. And it looks like if he's doing that three to three and six right now, it's going to be hard for him to, like, make it all the way back to the top. But he's going to be in the playoffs, and he's going to be a wrecking. He just got to get on that winning streak, but that's uh, something good to build off of, definitely. 
And the craziest part about it all is that this is the like this is the trade that we talked about two weeks ago, and now they played each other, and we kind of could tell who won the trade, right? It's crazy what a difference a week can make. Right, for real. Well, all right, let's go on to the next one. We got El Nerd or Bryant going up against King Mitty, where King Mitty takes the W, 130 to 106. Hey, man, don't look now. King Mitty's won two of the last three weeks. He was 0 and 6. Now he's 2 and 7. <laughs> 2, and 1 in the, 2 and 1 in the last three weeks is better than Bryant, who's 0 and 3 in the last three. <laughs> King Mitty making a push. Oh, my hey, gosh. Let, let that happen, bro. My fam, my bloodline's up big time, bro. King Henry, King Henry's uh making a little push for my guy. Yeah, bro, it's crazy. If you just look at the lineup, like it's just insane. Some of the names that King Mini got out there, like Geno Smith. He had D Hop sitting in the weeds. Yeah, that boy's getting hot. For. Right, and now he's got Debo coming off his bye. You know, you got you know, Fryermuth, better option than Kate Otten. While Otten's out there, he's gonna be serviceable. Yeah, I think he's got a little bit something going on there. A little something, something. And with all that being said, my guy's still pulling up the rear in 12th place. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, 0-6 will do that to you. 0-6 yeah. will do that to you. It's okay. Matt actually competing now almost. If loses this week, you will have tied for the longest losing streak in the league. We'll have two different six games. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. man. Well, all right. Let's, uh, let's finish it up real quick with the last matchup. The closest matchup as well. We had SEC Slugs versus Untraced Unicorns. SEC Slugs eking out a two-point victory at 113 to 111. Jeez. I mean, Patrick Mahomes put the team on his back with 35 points for SEC Slugs. And then if you're you're Untraced Unicorns, you're looking at Mariota, right? The dud. (laughs) Yeah. 3.5, bro. Like, God, that's got to just be so annoying especially you got tom brady on the bench for 15 like you know that's you know going in every week that's the safer option but like he tried to get cheeky but uh that 29 point difference differential between the quarterbacks definitely made the difference yeah it's not like there's you know either of them left many points on the bench you know they kind of you know could have probably started certain guys but you know you don't want to it's a hard game to get into when you're like that when especially when you lose by two points that's like a guy drops a pass and you lost a week. But don't think of it like that, you know. Uh, just kind of move on, you know. Try your best, dude. We got to. And I'm looking at the the matchup. Untraced Unicorns team didn't do too bad. I mean, Cooper Cup played well. Juju Smith-Schuster got him 19. Right, right. And Tyler Lockham got an 18. He got ridiculous production out of his receivers. Just that just, seven, just, just, that seven points yeah. from Mariota. <laughs> And a little bit of a off week for Josh Jacobs. It seems like you know, yeah. a roller coaster of a running back. It was like you got like 8, 9, 14, 34, 30, 36, 7, 11. It's like you don't know what to expect from that man. I mean, that's the Raiders for you though, right? Definite, definite Raider. Yeah. I mean, you got Zeke on the bye, so I guess it's sort of an excuse. But at this point in the season, everybody's got someone hurt, someone on a bye. So it's kind of hard to like – Really use that as an excuse unless you got multiple, like, four or five starters out on a bye, you know? And Untraced Unicorns is actually making a push, too. He drops down to, to seventh now where SEC Slugs moves up on a three-game win streak. Look out for SEC Slugs. Yeah, that's, it's a little crazy little week. You know, uh, these fantasy matchups, I feel like every week are just getting more and more crazy. That's fantasy. 
Yeah, that's why we play, right? It's going to be a good little uh, second half of the season here now, I guess, right? Because we can say that now. Exactly, and I mean, it's going by so fast. Double-digit weeks already, and, you know, this it's been insane. I feel like literally there's been a six-game losing streak, and now we're on another six-game losing streak in the same league. Wow. I mean, what can you say? Yeah. I remember just yesterday you were making fun of me for taking Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Crazy how we came now. And with that, I mean, I guess you did make the right pick. Your first place, you're seven and two. You're the only person that's on on seven wins already, four game winning streak. Uh, you're not first in points though, however. So, no. You know, you're not that far behind, but you know. No, and I want to blame that on Justin know. Herbert. He that's is. Fair. That is fair. I mean, I did not expect him to drop nine points, nineteen. That's pretty average. But then thirteen points, I'm gonna need a little bit more. But that's why I'm trying yeah. to. Uh, Hmm. I believe, yeah, I have two on the bench. So yeah, we uh, we might we might yeah. be uh playing a little matchup. So we're gonna have to see. Right. I mean, hey, that's a great QB two to have, I guess. Right. Like out of all the you know Trevor Lawrence's and the you know Trey Lance's and everybody like that, two was really one that kind of broke that tier into the upper echelon of quarterbacks. So you know Herbert off season, off season, two was best season, kind of you know. Yeah. For you. For sure. And then we got Ugly Kid at second uh, on a two-game winning streak. He is first in points scored, so that's your biggest competition right now as first place. Uh, yep. Ugly Kid, man. He's a, he's, a, he's a hometown hero, bro. So you got, you got the whole fandom against you, Rob. Mm-hmm. He's putting on for the city. Yeah. Well, I'm right behind him at third. So, you know, I'm kind of triple-type formation. is just a uh, – it's been a little out of wonk with Mark Andrews out last week. Now he's on by. Travis Kelsey's, you know, holding it down for me. We got Higby, who shouldn't even be really considered in this triple tight, but he's still out there. Uh, and right behind me, another 6-3 and three team is Nando at fourth, and then at fifth, we got SEC Slug. So we have four teams at 6-3. and three. Wow. I was just looking at it. We got a top-heavy league. We have a lot of teams <laughs> with a lot of wins and then a lot of teams with barely any wins. Some losing streaks. We'll get to with the first one being Jamar, who made a couple of trades, and now he's on a three-game losing streak. Do they go hand-in-hand? Hand? Most likely. <laughs> yeah, he was at 1.5-1. and one. Now he's at 5-4, three-game losing streak. at sixth place still, so it's, he's only one at 5-4. and four. So he's kind of like stuck into a nice little spot and wedged into the league, you know. So it's not the worst place to be at. It's not the best, you know. That three-game losing streak is – Especially after being yeah. five and one, that's yeah, gotta hurt. That's the worst. Yeah, that's the worst. So then we got our uh, only individual that's four and five. We don't have any really mid teams, you know, uh, crazy. But we have one four and five team. We have untraced unicorns, who's in seventh at four and five. And then we got our shitters. Yeah, and we got a few of them. <laughs> we got Gavin three and six, Elder at three and six, Westworld canceled at three and six. Matt at three and six, and King Midi at two and seven. God, and you know what's so crazy is that if you look at them, bro, like there's one team that doesn't belong, and that's Gavin. That, yeah, twelve hundred points. Literally, it does not make any sense on why he's like not up there with us. I don't mean to put Matt on blast, but Gav at the same record as Matt has almost three hundred points more than Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That is, just, I don't even know. That's just uh, got to be, like, unlucky, right? Like, you're going to have to be unfortunate multiple weeks in a row. Hey, that's fantasy for you. 
Yeah, I mean, there's not really much you can do when things don't break for you, but some weeks everything does break for you, and you drop 226 like Gav did, right? Or you'll drop 77 like Matt. Mm -hmm. The thing is, you can't take them points with you. So next week, if he puts up... Brand new week. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have to see... Our our experts here, uh, Gav, 3-6, and Matt, 3-6, and Dylan, 3-6. and Those are supposed to be some experts here. So I I give it to you and the rest of the listeners. Y'all really stepped it up. Only me and Nando are really representing the the quote-unquote analysts, you know, so... I know you guys are letting the rookies win. Hey, man, you're not a rookie, bro. Don't disrespect yourself. Here, nah, right? Come on, trying, bro. Come on, trying bro. to win over the crowd, bro. You know you've been doing it, bro. <laughs> nah, it's all good. It's so much fun, man. Like, ton of fun. Yeah, bro. I'm glad to have you here. And, you know, thanks for joining the Sleeper League. I'm sure we'll hear from you again going forward. Kind of have to. Can't start without first place, right? So. Oh, for anyway. sure. I give it to you, bro. Like I, like we talked about a few times. I disrespected some of your 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 picks here with CMC and whatnot, bro. But uh, you proved me wrong in first place. But I'm gunning for your spot, man. We're gonna see, bro. You one game behind. Not too many points. Hey, you're only twenty points behind me. Yeah, well, it's just let me just go to slip one week, bro. And I'm gonna be right yeah. there, bro. Boy's breathing down my <laughs> neck. Ah, oh, this league is a tough yeah. one. Yeah, man. It was good to have you right here, Rob. And, you know, hopefully we can get you on for a full podcast next time. And, you know, for sure. your fantasy expertise and share your wisdom that's got you first place, help some other people get first. For sure, bro. Hey, I know McCaffrey's on the Niners now, but I got to say, <laughs> let's go Panthers. Appreciate it. All right, bro. Yeah, let's go back and send it to them. Woo. All right. Well... I love it, dude. Thank you for the recap. Let them know how good my team was, dude. Even though you probably didn't say it enough. Didn't give me enough props, dude. There's never I'm enough sure props for you, huh? There's no, never enough dude. props. <laughs> Especially when you drop that week. many points. When you drop that many points, hey. bro, I got to give it to you, bro. It's like, true. There's it's not true. enough props we can give you. <laughs> never. So 226. 226. How's that? Is that like, I, I, it's PPR, but still. That's crazy. I think right? it's I think it's really cool. I mean, it's just like every like like when Joe Mixon, by the way, when we called Joe Miss- Mixon, he won Mid. the first annual Mr. Mid award um from both <laughs> us and our listeners. Our listeners all voted um after the show and Joe Mixon won the Mr. Mid vote. And then right after he puts the <laughs> eighth best fantasy football performance of all time. Fifth best and I running back really performance. Fun. Yeah. Jesus. Like because like that's so cool and i wanted him to get the whole record like i wanted him to get first because like when are you ever going to see that again i don't even remember jamal charles uh performance that was like back (laughs) in 2010 that's like when i was uh sort of getting into fantasy football i wasn't really like understanding that that much because every week you just see him get those same type of checkdowns but like this year hit different yeah but like like i was rooting for joe mixon at the end of the fourth quarter like he had a whole quarter to go and like if he got that one more touchdown it was just like oh man that would have been so cool but you know but i'm sorry for calling you mid dude and you know what hurt me the most about it um that i did it against my boy jamar i call him g and we were having such a like a i felt bad dude we were having discussions by ourselves he was like dude (laughs) you trade rate me uh you didn't have to do it to me dear god stop the bleeding can you stop 
Imagine you know, he'd put up 123 and he still lost by over 100 points. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you, it was so funny because I had Juwan Johnson, the tight end, and all you know, just the last play for them for the uh, <laughs> for the Saints just had to be a Juwan Johnson 41 yard touchdown. Oh yeah. man! And it was like the worst touchdown you've ever seen. Yeah, I needed that one for real. <laughs> I, I mean, that one was for the that was for the fantasy sweats. <laughs> if it wasn't for that, dude, it'd still be crazy. I still would have like won over in like ninety plus, but still. Thank you, Jamar. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Jamar. I mean, for my team, I just it's over. Like I don't know what to say. <laughs> I haven't won a game since Jonathan Taylor and Javante Williams both got hurt in the same week. And then that's been it. Like, um I'm on a Five-game losing streak right now. So it's been a whole month without a win. And there's no hope in sight because I had to start Deion Jackson and Isaiah Pacheco last week as my two running backs because Gordon was on a bye. Damian Harris was out. Jonathan Taylor was out. Gus Edwards was out. And here we are. I'm not projected to go over 100 points for the rest of the year in PPR. Oh, no. Is that serious? That's, that's where we're at right now. So if I win another game, it will honestly be a miracle. But I honestly like <laughs> I'm I'm selling the team. We're moving. I'm hiring Jeff Saturday as my head coach and it's over. Perfect. This team does suck, bro. I'm so sad. I think honestly I feel bad because it's like a down year for fantasy football anyway. Like seriously, it's been rough. Jonathan Taylor, you ruined me. <laughs> Spicy dude. Spicy. Oh, but, but you know what's crazy? It put yeah. it put me up. Before you move on, it put me up um, to third highest scoring in the league, and I was like one of the last people in scoring altogether. Crazy just enough. one game, just one week. One. It game, just sucks. All that good stuff's coming to an end this week, Gav. I know, dude. Listen, oh, you, you two face each other, huh? I need to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Can you just can you throw for me? Oh, I'd love to throw for you. Hey guys, oh, we're okay, on recording. You. Oh, oh, my man. Okay. <laughs> no, that's the sarcasm. I wanted to hear. Me let them hear that sarcasm. <laughs> I ain't throwing shit and for you. Know, you. I'm throwing a. I'm throwing an L in your face, bro. You freaking lucky, dude. Half of my team is on by, bro. I, mean, I literally have Joe, Joe Burrow and Mark. I have Joe Burrow. That's just your quarterback. Uh, just my quarterback. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'll just go pick up fucking Jared Goff and just start him. <laughs> dude, he's. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Who's Jared Goff playing? The Lions are playing... Dude, the Bears. They lost Rokon Smith and the other dude. And I forgot his name. The old man. That's light work. Don't worry about my strategies, bro. You're going to be situated on this side. Listen, I I have the Patriots on a bye. Justin Tucker on a bye. Um, Josh Allen is hurt. Ah, bro. It's off. Kenyon Drake is hurt. I mean, on a bye. So. It's so nice to well, hear everyone else talking about the playoffs and uh, <laughs> chances of winning. But um, can't wait to play you, Matt. <laughs> I can. I'll put him down for you. I'll make sure to kick him in the the, the gut before he gets to you, Matt. I'm not over yet. Hey, but <laughs> by the way, even if you suck like I am right now, and you feel like there's no hope of winning, you still play. You always play you still because play. it's so funny to, like, when King Midi 
like he was like zero and six or whatever, and he beat Gav. That's still really, really like, like you still can have fun <laughs> while you're playing fantasy football. Honestly, See that, the, you're just like trying to ruin it for other people, and that kind of I know. Fun. This is this is my role now. Like once you are out of the playoffs and you accept defeat, you gotta play the wild card. Honestly, take every waiver claim that everyone else wants, or you know, pick up a player that someone else desperately needs. Um, like I snatched up um, Kadarius Tony a couple of weeks ago back when he was signed for whatever reason yeah from G and then I just stole him like these are the oh, kinds of things to do. he's got triple tight <laughs> yeah I mean could have used a receiver but it's all good Which, yeah <laughs> keep rolling out with tight ends <laughs> yeah I'll trade you uh, Tony for uh, Burrow alright let's send it over alright sounds good you can have Josh Allen for Joe Burrow send it over but either way, you know, we have, for the people that are still looking to go to the playoffs, you know, there's still time to make a trade, but not very long. Usually trade deadlines are uh, around the end of November, I think, for most leagues, because you don't want to like have it. If you have your trade deadline set on the last week of the fantasy season, don't do that because there are some, be going crazy. There are some bad parties out there who will probably like just... Say, hey, I'm going to give all my players away because I'm not going to make the playoffs at this point. There's one league left. I'm just going to give my players away to this one guy. And you know what that is? That's collusion right there. Real collusion. That's disgusting. Yes, we do not condone that here on the Sports Council podcast. Although, I'll be honest. No, no, I'm going to. No, no, listen. I give trades, like Matt used to say, we had the discussion before. Uh, we make a trade and they agree it's not my fault whether or not they leave <laughs> now you see my Matt point of, now you see yeah. my line of thinking see no everyone I comes still, around at the end i still felt like it was an even trade i only got uh-huh. yeah already the only thing i didn't know that antonio gibson was going to be back i thought brian robinson had the you didn't think antonio gibson the fully healthy antonio gibson was going to be no, dude, because he was already healthy anyway, like, and he wasn't playing at all. Mm-hmm. Why switch up now? Kinda Either way, trade value. We're um, going to talk about some value. players. We're going to talk about some players that you should be targeting for the playoff schedules. This is the kind of foresight you need as a fantasy manager with a winning record. If you are winning right now. Don't just lie on your laurels right now. Don't rest on them because eventually, you know, things go wrong and you could just be one and done in the playoffs. Sure, you made the playoffs. Sure, you got the first seed. Does it matter if you just lose in the first round? You still have to keep making moves to get ahead of your opponents. Keep looking at the waiver wire. Keep looking at the guys. You just have a little bit of comfort. You have a little bit of a cushion right now. And you can afford to pick up, say, a Kadarius Tony and wait for him to become this lottery like ticket, right? Or you can pick up a handcuff at running back and then hope that, you know, something happens and then they're the starter, like Kenneth Walker, right? But, you know, if like you have the patience for that when you're a winning team. But you can also afford to make a trade for a player just based off their playoff schedule. If you believe enough in, you know, because we're already like nine weeks in. So we kind of know where defenses are at. Obviously, things can adjust. People can come back from injury and make things different. But at the same time, you know, you are who you are, basically, right now when it comes to defenses and player matchups. And 
We're going to take a look at some of the juiciest playoff matchups heading into weeks, uh, I believe, 15 through 17. And we're going to see some of the players that you can possibly target for their favorable playoff matchup. So we're going to take a look at the quarterbacks first here. And I don't think these guys are going to be really, you know, that interesting, like for a trade. But, you know, the most favorable quarterback schedules right now currently are San Francisco, Green Bay, and Cleveland. So obviously Jimmy Garoppolo could be a very interesting person to pick up maybe right before the playoff push because he could have some borderline quarterback one potential now that he has Christian McCaffrey, Debo's going to be back, Kittle's there, Ayuk is there. He could definitely be good. Uh, Green Bay, I know they're not looking good right now. Yeah? Can I just say it? Go ahead. Sell your soul, just like the Browns, and trade for Deshaun Watson at dirt cheap. There's no way. If he isn't picked up, pick him up this week. And that's all we're going to say about that. Like, yeah, we don't condone. Uh, I'm not even going to speak on it. Pick up Deshaun or trade for him. Mm-hmm. Let's just move on to the running backs right here. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, that's kind of ruined it. Kind of ruined it. I kind of feel like but I don't yeah. want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but if you didn't hear me before, Green Bay also has a favorable playoff matchup. Aaron Rodgers doesn't look the best right now, but that also means that you could probably pick him up Trust in a trade or talent. someone's going to drop him. Yeah, I wouldn't pick up Aaron Rodgers because I don't like Aaron Rodgers anymore. He's no, dead to well, me. Well, I don't like him as a person, but as a fantasy player, you gotta kind of have to. I don't like him and as I'm a person or a fantasy G. player. For real? Every time okay? I've ever picked up Aaron Rodgers, he's ass. Like, okay, that's so it. If the guy that I'm playing um, has Rodgers, please pick him up. Trade for him. <laughs> Do it for me. All right, most favorable running back schedules right now. This is a tricky one, personally. We got Kansas City, Indianapolis, Denver, and the Rams. All of which, personally, I own a share of each one of these in our listener league. (laughs) (laughs) And as you can tell, it has not worked well for me. Which is hilarious. That's awesome. That's actually cool. Like, watch out, guys. Once I make the playoffs, you're all sorry. Out of, no. out of these running back situations, though, uh, the one I like the most, uh, the one I would dip my toes in, would be the L.A. Rams. And I really like, I think his name is Kyron Williams. Um, he's uh, a rookie that's supposed to get a lot of touches. And I think if he can get, uh, I think he's supposed to get activated off the IR in the next two weeks. So if you play with like any other league, you should just have an IR spot. If it's not already taken by someone, I'd go at him if you have one available and then just let him sit on there for a couple more weeks or whenever he gets ready. And, you know, I think by the time of playoffs, by the time playoff, their schedule is ready to go, he's going to be full force running back, in my opinion. And I'm willing to take a shot on that. Whereas, like, the other few running back situations are just, like, so, so mid. Can I be honest? I don't like anyone from the four most favorable. Can I choose someone off of the list? Because sure. Kansas City needs to establish a run, but I just feel like they're not going to. They just don't like. They're just mm-hmm. going to rely on their speed and their receivers, and Kels. Right. Yeah, Indianapolis, no. Denver, hard no, bruh. Get those guys off this freaking <laughs> list. No more Broncos. Okay? No more Broncos. Broncos country, die. Okay. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I think um, 
<laughs> I don't. I, I I might just be recency bias, but I'm trading for Kenyon Drake because I think that the um, I think they have the Ravens have. I think the according to this like website I'm looking at, they have the easiest schedule. I mean, the people that they're playing against have like a combined three point five three win ratio. I mean, the only team by above five hundred is um, the Bengals. They play um the Panthers, which I mean, they're the defense kind of mid. Like sometimes they're on, sometimes they're off, but they've allowed twelve touchdowns to running backs. So I mean, that's kind of nice. Like just playing the odds there, you'd probably get a touchdown from. Um, I mean these the 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 Ravens run so heavy. So in total this season they've run five hundred fifty one running plays and two hundred and seventy four passing plays. Nice. I mean most wow. of them are gonna go to uh uh the running back quarterback guy. But you know Kenny Drake name. looks nice this yeah I can't say his name dude I don't want to say it I want to curse him. Um but Drake is definitely a buy for me. I mean he plays the Browns too they've allowed thirteen touchdowns. This season, they're six bet, they're six best defense, but you know that doesn't matter. They're the Browns. Um, they play the Steelers. Gee, they're trash, right? No. Stop playing, dude. Continue on. I do. Um. I do like <laughs> the schedule. Like, so look, let's yeah, look at this nice. schedule right here. Week fifteen at Cleveland. Week sixteen Atlanta. Week seventeen Pittsburgh. Right. So those are all bottom, uh, ten rushing defenses. I think. They're all in the bottom yeah. 10. I don't know why they didn't show up earlier. On the website that I have right now, they are 13th in terms of running back rank. But, I That's mean, weird. I like the matchup right there, honestly, because yeah. like maybe Into Cleveland gets better with Deshaun Watson, right, obviously coming back. But I don't think that's going to affect their defense as much. Um, yeah. Atlanta, I think you know, they're a... not great. And Pittsburgh is not going to be good. So No, dude. I think you guys are sold by the end of the season. Like You guys are on to the next season. But, you um, think that, but you know that's a discussion <laughs> for another day. Oh, how's that pick looking for a playoffs pick, dude? In the beginning of the year, I think I think we're spot. about to hit a stride. We're about to hit a stride. <laughs> uh, oh, he's doubling down. That he is doubling down. That's I'm about. Well, I don't know what at what point I'm gonna triple down, but there's a time. I think today in today's podcast, I will be tripling, quadrupling down. But you know. I like it. Yeah, yeah it's just the fact that they're so run heavy. You got to pick up Kenyon Drake. I mean, people might overvalue him right now. Just because, again, recency bias. But either way, it's yeah. still great. And I think they can't be, like, that high on him. Like, I, I would probably get, like, two yeah. mid players for him. I yeah. would trade for no, the I Gus am. bus if you're not, uh, you know, too Shut up, dude. scared off about the injury. <laughs> <laughs> no, what are you talking about? Because Gus is obviously coming off an ACL injury, and then he hurt his hamstring uh, a week ago so you know there might be some re-injury risk i you know maybe he just keeps getting hurt but that just means He's someone's selling back. low right now aka me right i'm selling low <laughs> as uh. an owner of all these backfields right now i'm selling low on all of these backfields so pick any of these backfields and you would take them i think personally for me if i were to bet on a backfield working it would probably be the rams just like g said but i wouldn't go with kyron williams because i don't think you know, I just I if I don't see him on the field, I can't believe that he's gonna be a league winner. Just but you gotta project. Sudden. You gotta project like a few things though. In my at least a, in my 
hypothetical, you're projecting that he comes back in the next couple of weeks. Like if he doesn't get activated the next two weeks, he's out for the rest of the season. And obviously everything I said, it just doesn't make any sense. So yeah, I'm assuming I, I, that he gets activated and then slowly gets a bigger and bigger workload because the other running backs aren't very impressive. And regardless of him, like they basically are off of Daryl Henderson completely, in my opinion. And he's like, I don't know, he's basically worthless. And it's like in real life, terms and fantasy terms, whatever terms you want, Daryl Henderson is not of relevance. And so then you're stuck with Cam Akers, who's sort of coming back, sort of not. I just feel like everything is just like laid out for the Rams who need to start running the ball better, who need to just, you know, get some wins, all this other stuff that goes into it. It just all ties in back into Kyron Williams, the truth. I just I just don't agree with <laughs> why Daryl Henderson is out of the picture. Like, there's no he issue. Sucks. No, he's not he that bad. Suck, dude. He's couple actually not that raw. Last season no, was look, raw, dude. Okay, look, but a couple of seasons he averages, for a running back okay, is I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you his yards per attempt right here. What okay. do you think it is? What do you think it is? Probably like 4 No, four dude. and a half maybe at the most. It is 4. Henderson? Like oh, yeah. Okay. That's not bad. Okay, but that's can, great. Okay, okay, that's one stat, but Matt, really think about this. He's this season from week one, he's gotten 12, 10, 1, 7, 7, 13, by week 5, 5. And we're <laughs> at week 10 now. Like, where what, where in that does that solidify him as any fantasy relevant? Are we talking about, what are we talking about here? I'm talking about Daryl Henderson is not a factor in Kyron Williams. <laughs> the prophet, the prophecy is written on the wall for Kyron Williams to come in and be. They talked about him when they drafted him, and he's like a fifth round rookie Of course or something, they're going to talk they about did. him when they drafted him. They talk about every draft pick. I don't think... Okay, no, I'm just this saying... This is different. I don't know why Daryl Henderson is getting the shaft right now. I just think mm-hmm. that, you know, if because you don't Kyron have... Williams. If you don't have a way to get Kyron Williams, Daryl Henderson is always an option. And he's probably dirt cheap. And eventually, I want to say Sean McVay is going to stop being an idiot and just go to the guy that's working. Because I feel like Sean McVay is blaming the running backs more than he's blaming a very poor offensive line and a very bad commitment to the run game. They don't commit to the run game. And, you know, he keeps putting in guys like Ronnie Rivers and Cam Akers and Malcolm Brown, who we haven't even talked about, but he's there. And, you know, it just doesn't really... It doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, I just don't... It doesn't... All of it doesn't make sense. And it's exactly why it's gonna be tiring <laughs> like doesn't that just like make the that. most That's like our... illogic because the thing is at the end of the day you're not even keeping him on a roster spot you're keeping him on an ir spot and once you see him get activated and play then you know he's you know fully into it and then you'll see where it goes from there and i'm telling you it's just gonna like maybe the first game he only gets like three carries but you're gonna be like damn those couple carries he kind of did something next week he didn't get like eight and you're like okay and then so you're telling me, G. Like, so you're telling me that you are okay with starting Kyron Williams in the playoffs? No, by then he should be starting running back, and at that point I would be okay with you know, like starting the Rams running back in the playoffs. Like I don't feel like obviously Rams? if the matchup, if the matchup and everything is good, and you know regardless, so I'm not gonna just start him regardless. If I have like a better running back with the better matchup and stuff, I'm gonna start him over. But like you will at that point in playoffs be a a threat. That's what I'm saying. 
That is I my think take. I changed my mind. I'm not trading for any of these. <laughs> like, I told over. you, you're not trading that's for it. any of these guys. I'm done. You know, I'll give yeah. you another one, dude. You've got to trade for Patterson. Although I don't think you would give him up. Patterson's good because I yeah, am concerned Patterson's though good. because you have to you have to be concerned. The Falcons. Because Patterson doesn't get a lot of run. Like they like running with Algier. And then Patterson at the goal line. So if they don't get to the goal line, that's fine. You know, you're a little concerned. That's completely there. fine with me. But then you got to remember, for like the Falcons, you want to like the opposite. You want their schedule to get harder, so they lose more so games, they... and they're forced to pass the ball, which goes to Patterson. And then that's when no, he goes but they crazy don't pass the cat. They didn't pass. I don't think to Patterson at all last week. So well, you're just that, that's for a some... weird thing. I like Patterson. They're they're gonna be running regardless, dude. Um. Their schedule was kind of trash too. I mean, I mean, easy. I think it's the second easiest. They play the Panthers, Steelers. Again, I already talked about them. Bears. They've allowed the most rushing touchdowns. Um, I mean, they're second best in total defense, but they're, it's probably because of their pass offense. Yeah, let's let's move on here to the wide receivers here, just quickly here. Um, the yeah. most favorable matchups, at least in playoffs, are Cleveland, Carolina, Baltimore, Green Bay, Las Vegas, and the Steelers. Like. Cleveland, you can look at Cooper, but I don't think they're going to sell. Carolina is interesting because If I could get DJ Cooper, Moore. I would. I'd be interested in him. I'd be yeah. interested in Cooper. I just I don't think they're going to sell. You would need to trade for him right now, dude. Yeah, yeah, that is fair. There's no way. Yeah. I just don't feel like any owner wants to sell Cooper right now. That's the thing. Because no, he's, valuable. he's valuable now I, and he's valuable later. Like You're looking for a guy that it could be valuable. Like he, No one's looking at him right now. right? Yeah, that's and that's, that's, that's the, uh, him. I George feel like Pickens. he just had a good game, and that's uh, it. Like, him, I mean, George Pickens? <laughs> him. Shut yes, up. Yes, George dude. Pickens, bro. Dude, it makes the most sense. Why would you not want to grab Pickens? He is absolute dirt cheap right now. The last few weeks, he was out there, they're ass. They just traded Claypool to get Pickens more targets. We have a favorable matchup. We have shit teams on our like lineup, and it's going to be, bro, no, this I is agree. what you want. And if we still suck, we're just going to keep passing the ball. And now there's less targets to go out. To other receivers, like they're gonna be going more to Pickens. Like, well, what was the point of trading Claypool? Like, I don't want to sound biased, but like logically, like you don't trade a receiver unless you think you have his replacement behind him. You know, yeah, if we're not, so we do have George Pickens. You guys for a are reason. gonna be trailing and throwing it deep a lot. Yeah, so, so yeah, I get you. Yeah, Pickens is gonna get targets. He's gonna get catches, and maybe not as many touchdowns as you would like. But I think based off, we've seen Deontay do it with pure just volume. You can be fancy relevant you know and if that's what it comes down to we've seen that Pickett loves to throw it to Pickens that's his number one target you just spent all the pick on him and everything so yeah if we're talking about like starting wide receivers to be like to carry you in the playoffs I'm definitely going for um for Cooper dude 100% no matter what you have to pay I just don't think think it's gonna be that much Yeah, no, I think I think people like because you only paid like a A for a seventh or a ninth no, but listen, round pick. So then, like, he's been, you got to get good value for like you're gonna try to fleece someone because you feel like you got to steal. So then, the only way to like counteract that steal is if you get another good player, right? I'll give you That's, right now. I'll give you someone to trade for him right now. Mixon. Mm, That's a horrible take. No, dude, but, Joe Mixon is like listen, their their schedule is trash. Horrible take. Like, that's a freezing We'll, we'll take, talk like, about we'll talk side. about but I would know, also, selling. Listen, later. listen, but I'm not yeah. just doing one for one. You're you're gonna also add some pieces. Mixon for two players. I mean no no no. Mark Cooper, you get like you get two players back. Maybe. Maybe. I think Alan Lazard, 
right now. Like no, if you dude, look at I the gave numbers, up on Green Bay. You were just telling me how numbers. bad you. Matt was just telling us how I, bad he. No, um, Aaron Rodgers. There's Rogers a difference was. between Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard, right? Aaron Rodgers was ass. He threw three picks, right? And I'm pretty sure Alan Lazard, Lazard got 16 points still, because he has 87 yards no. and a touchdown, right? Alan Lazard has either had a touchdown or 100 yards in every single game he's played except for one, right? And that's sneaky good. And no one, like, remembers Alan Lazard, honestly. <laughs> like, he was a low-round draft pick, basically, in your fantasy leagues. And he doesn't always put up the best numbers. He puts up favorable numbers enough where you can say, okay, he's a flex, maybe a wide receiver too in a desperate bye-week situation, right? But then you have this good schedule in front of him, right? He could pop off if he has to. He's got the Rams, which is not good, and then Miami and Minnesota, both of which are really terrible passing defenses. So, like, you could probably get Alan Lazard for cheap, especially after they just saw, you know, Aaron Rodgers blow up in his worst game. Alan Lazard still put up a decent stat line, so I don't know if they're going to trade him, but I think they're willing to part with someone if you're willing to offer, like, like fair value, I'd say. So I agree. I like that pick. That's a yeah. That's pretty good at the value. Yeah. Let's Easy move to on trade. to. Let's move on to players we're gonna sell here, and you know we have the least favorable running back schedules: Las Vegas, Washington, Miami, Arizona, Cincinnati. Cincinnati, huh? Dude, I'm I'm telling you, Mixon is a fraud. Have you seen his stats before this week? I mean, everyone's kind of like allured. <laughs> back back by to the like, Joe Mixon hate train. Yes, like we were. He, he's mid for a reason, dude. He played the Browns twelve point nine, Falcons eighteen point ten, or New Orleans the Saints sixteen, Baltimore eleven, the Jets six. Oh my God! Shout I mean, out to Sleeper by the way, because ever since we did that uh, mid report. I had to manually search up all the running back and wide receiver finishes, but now all of a sudden Sleeper has them, like the ranks for each week on their app. They must have heard our like podcast. It. For real. Who doesn't and listen, listen to us? Exactly. I know. Charlatan. Um, but and they and they play Patriots and Buffalo. One of the, the those are the two best defenses right now. Okay, yeah, well yeah. I'm not I, I won't I won't last okay. Last three defenses that Mixon will have to face in the playoffs. Week 15, Tampa Bay. Week 16, at New England. Week 17, Buffalo. So, yeah, it's I would... Hard. Dog. It's a really difficult I would definitely dog. sell. This I'm is... Selling. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a, another running back, similar similar type of thing. Um, a sell-high candidate, if anything. Um, I don't know how much you're going to really sell them for, but Jeff Wilson, or just some Miami running backs in general, I'm kind of off of them just because I don't think, like, the whole like lure of Miami like players is really like that unless you got the receivers and the waters and the quarterback right. But even then, I don't I don't like the whole Jeff Wilson Moster split, and I don't know if uh, going forward I could trust either of them, especially if we're in talks of fantasy uh, playoffs where they could just go a game where they check it down to Tyree Kill like a hundred times, and you know your guy doesn't even get a target, you know. So it's like, what can you or, or any rushes? So it's like, what are you gonna do, you know? And in terms of, like, fantasy playoffs, it's even more scary to me. Yep. And Miami's schedule is Buffalo, Green Bay, New England. Green Bay's good. That's crazy. Uh, but Buffalo and New England are very harsh towards running backs. I would look to sell the other way, Raheem Mostert. I would sell Raheem Mostert. Jeff Wilson yeah, is interesting to me because 
I think Mike McDaniel likes Jeff Wilson a lot more than Raheem Mostert. And I think Mostert's older, and I think he has more tread, and he is a little bit more injury prone. <laughs> so, like, I I Ooh. have a feeling that the fact that Jeff Wilson got so many carries already in the first game where he didn't even, like, he got traded on Tuesday, I believe. That spell is like, I think um, Wilson's going to take over the backfield eventually. Like, yeah. So, if you're a Raheem Mostert owner, I'd look to sell right away. Start getting out of there. All right. It's respectable. Very, very respectable. Least favorable wide receiver schedules, Kansas City, Rams, Minnesota, Dolphins again, and the Chargers. Wow. Oh, man. I don't know. This is kind of hard, dude. I don't think you can sell a Charger because they're all, like, all the Chargers are injured right now, so you won't get value for them. You don't Mm -hmm. sell Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle. Or Cooper Cup for the Rams. Or Justin Jefferson for the Vikings. You're not going to see. Yeah. So you're uh, left with man, Adam Thielen and maybe Juju, I'd say. I would uh, guess I would I sell know. high on Juju, but at the same time, like, Juju what is... value is someone going to give you for Juju? Like, no one's going to break your fucking bank. You're like, oh, I need that trade. Like, I don't know. That's at least how I feel about Juju. You know, like, he's not going to, like, he's a good receiver. I just feel like at that point, like, you kind of he doesn't you have know, the name hope value, you have better right? regardless. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether or not. See, the, the problem is with Kansas City, but they're such a good offense, it doesn't matter who they're playing. So I wouldn't true. try to sell them anyway. Like, I would but, try to buy um, Juju. He, would you change your mind? Connection. Would you change your mind if I, you heard the schedule? The next, the last four games for Juju, at Denver, at Houston, Seattle, and then Denver again. So that's two times he'll mm. probably have to face Pat Sertan. Uh, do you think Sertan is even wasting his time on um juju who else is he gonna would cover be... kelsey i mean i don't think they put cornerbacks on i don't kelsey. think they would yeah cornerback on kelsey but i don't mm, know not a terrible idea but uh, i don't know yeah contain yeah. i don't know it's rough that's, you can't just it's still my hard matchup like you're like i said you're not i don't know if you're like trading juju and getting a player back that's starting for you in the playoffs either though right like yeah you can't get a lazard for him you can't you might be able you to get, get a lazard for form, him. but i think you can get a lazard no i don't think you can. can i don't think i'd keep lazard i don't know if i'd keep yeah yeah i don't it's know rough. that one's tough um shoot dude uh all right is there no, anyone that you I, are I selling regardless good. of the schedule like who are you selling doesn't care about the matchup. Like you just need to get out of that right now. I'm in Ross St. Brown. I am absolutely sick and what? tired of his <laughs> mid. I have I've had him in three leagues. I've traded him in two so far, and I'm working on the third one right now. Like in this current week, I'm full blown sell, 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 and I'm not really too worried about like getting like one of the one of the few times where like. I'm okay with just not getting particularly equal value back for him. Like I am, I offered, I offered someone, this is going to sound crazy, but I offered someone Lazard for Amon Ra and I'm just perfectly no. content starting Lazard over Amon Ra going the rest of the season. Dang, dude. And that's I think rough. that's fair. If you really are. I, I just, down it's unreliable. He just did a team I'm not an owner, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. It's, it was, it was really, it was just, I feel like smoke and mirrors with Amon Ra. Like he is, but like, gotcha. I bought you bought into some like lions hype, and it's just not. It was not it. It was cool. For a week. <laughs> yeah, right. It really just 
For a couple weeks, honestly. Nice he, was, he didn't get it hey. for like the first three weeks, right? Don't don't yeah. don't insult the sun god too much. He might smite you. I'm just know, saying. Right? <laughs> well, he won't be on my team anymore, so I won't have to worry about what he does. I don't have this guy, but I would still recommend trading him just because the first two um, games of the playoffs are, are really hard. Um, you and I hate to say it right now, but Justin Fields, you're not going to sell him just yet. You know, you can still get a couple games out of him. Who he plays uh, the Lions next and the Falcons. Maybe I would sell him after Week 11 when he plays the Jets, Green Bay, because Week 15 they play the the Eagles and they've looked nasty. Their defense is nasty, dude. Altogether, I think the issue the issue though is that Fields what? doesn't actually have value as a passer. Like I don't know how many. It, I I think he only uh, had under a hundred two hundred yards. And yeah, he only had 123 yards passing. Uh, last well, like week. Lamar used to be like that, dude, but he still had great value. Yeah, because of his running floor. Like, so we well, can't yeah, judge Fields, Fields in a. Has... We can't judge Fields based off the passing defense. That's what I'm saying. Oh, pa- oh yeah, you're talking. No, well, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying you're selling this guy during for the playoffs. Get more value right now out of him. That's fair. maybe cover your wide receivers. I know G's having a hard time with his wide receivers, so you know, if you have a Fields trade for you to fill up your wide receivers, because he's gonna play the Eagles and the Bills. Justin Fields is. I mean, if you have another quarterback to get you through, he has he plays the Lions um, championship day, so you know that's gonna be a feast. That's true. That's just a solid recommendation for me. I don't know if you want to take it or leave it, but you should. All right, yeah. I got two guys here. I got two guys. I'm going with Michael Pittman, first of all. Mm. Uh, he was my my guy, and now he's my guy. You're not gone. selling him. You're not going to get anyone to buy him. It's true. <laughs> Honestly, you can outright cut him at this point. Like, I'm I'm perfectly okay with That's you cutting crazy. him. That's crazy. Sad to say. Do you know say. why? Who Who's the new offensive coordinator again? I've never heard of him in my life. Dude, you, you're, you, you have me stumped, dude. I have no idea. I don't know I don't who know he either. is. Like... I'm I'm gonna search up his name right now because I saw it, I read it, but I already forgot it. Like, jeez, tough God. world. <laughs> Parks uh, Frazier. His name is Parks Frazier. He's a pass game specialist, assistance quarterbacks coach. He's 30 years old. Um, oh, he's never nah, called dude. plays before. You have to be at least 40. And Sam Ellinger is the quarterback still, and it hasn't Crazy. looked pretty with him. Colts line still sucks. Like. There's no inspiration whatsoever. And they just hired a guy that we, like, who has no coaching experience. I Oh, I'm sorry. High school coaching experience. And, you know, <laughs> that's it. Like, what am I going to, like, stupid. I would honestly fade all Colts for the rest of eternity. Um, Another sneaky one is Leonard Fournette. The numbers look good only because he keeps getting touchdowns. But he looks awful. He looks awful horrible i test he's there. awful yeah i test yeah and stats test he averages two <laughs> yards per carry in every game and like in five out of the last nine games he's averaged less than three yards per carry like that's well i think the, the, the line is hurt though so i mean they're yeah but i don't think healthy. it's gonna get better i don't think it's gonna get oh, better no. okay there's one game here where he averaged negative one yards per carry how do you do Love that that is that is impressive. That is truly impressive. That's got to yeah. be a record somewhere, but I but don't right know. now, 
I think he's the running back nine, which is crazy. And if what people, what kind of value are, getting for him? You think if if you get some kind of person to see, oh, he's the running back nine, you know, I'll trade for him, right? Then, I mean, I, it's hard. What I, I, what are you gonna trade for him? Like, would you guys you do DeAndre Swift or Leonard Fournette? Swift, honestly. Why are you asking such hard questions? Dude? That's a That's hard like... question, but I'd go Swift. What? I go for net, dude. I just oh, don't man. think it's working. Trust I, more. At least Swift looks good with the ball in his hands. You just need him to get no, the ball Swift... in his hands. <laughs> no, but then he's gonna like they don't want the ball in his hands. They are like no. We're no, they said they're gonna that. give him more carries this week. They said they're gonna give him more carries this week and more. Oh, Dan Campbell was such a liar, dude. They always. He's not. That. What do you gotta lie about? They suck. Why would a team that sucks lie? Like who are they lying to? Like no one cares. fans, dude. You know how Detroit, you know how Detroit is. They, <laughs> for the need, they need something. They, yeah, for the tickets. They need something. What? What they got they people. Got? People are lining up to playing, watch DeAndre. They're not even Swift. playing at uh, home today this week. So. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Still selling tickets. Yeah, I, I mean, what about like what about like David Montgomery? Too low. No, for, too for low. Net? See, that's the thing. No, what I don't you, like. You're gonna I don't like Montgomery. I don't like Montgomery's uh, like outlook mm-hmm. he doesn't look great give okay, me a let plausible me, let me, trade okay let me give you one more let me give you one more um let's go let's go uh michael carter no too low it's a little low he's, he's a little low if you packaged him with another flex player if you I gave me four net i think i think i know your answer like, on the next one i'm gonna uh, sorry yeah, continue go 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 ahead I would say, what about Ramondre? We're taking that, right? Oh, of course. Oh, dude. That's not no a question. No one is going to give up Ramondre, though, dude. Okay. 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 I'm just making sure. Just making sure we're all sane. Yeah. <laughs> dude. What about Najee? Najee for okay, Fortnite. I, I like little... how you asked us that. We should be asking you. No, yeah, I don't know. Go. Yeah, take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? What are you My saying homer here? self is going to say that he's going to start playing better, but then, you know, realistically, no, realistically... Like, at least, not, at least Fournette gets better. touchdowns. The thing is, like, I I have yeah. a better hope that Fournette can get into the red zone and get a fall into the end zone for a touchdown. I don't have and that catch hope a few for passes and yeah. catch, you know Fournette's gonna get a couple checkdowns and probably a touchdown, which makes a very safe floor. Which is why it's hard for me to trade for him to someone that doesn't have a safe floor. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Just for the memes, or not really. This is kind of airing grievances again, dude. Um, I'm going to sell Mike Williams, bro, because that guy be dropping passes on purpose and selling my fantasy teams across the board, dude. I mean, <laughs> multiple times, multiple games in a row, he's just dropping passes. Touchdown I mean, he's passes. also hurt for four weeks, so. No, dude, shut Go up. trying to trade him. Huh? Then go you do, you wouldn't him. want him. If I traded you... If I can give I'll you Mike, Mike Williams, right I'll take Mike Williams for. I'll give you Gus Edwards for him. <laughs> Not Mike Williams. I'm sorry, Evans. Evans. Oh, Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Oh no, you don't uh, trade Mike Evans. Dude, he's yeah, awful. You don't trade Mike he's, Evans. I mean, it's a higher floor, but dude, it's like he's not catching touchdowns. I yeah, might trade but... him up for like better. You trade, like, Chris, trade Chris Godwin. You trade Chris Godwin away because he literally doesn't no, get dude, any touchdowns. Godwin. He, dude, he had nine receptions. In PPR, he's a monster. Yeah, but he never gets any touchdowns. It doesn't matter, dude. Like, in PPR, like, because Mike Evans will catch one touchdown, have 15 points, but Chris Godwin will have 13 off of nine receptions for I'll know, tell you the finishes for Mike Evans. He 
has gotten listen, over double listen, digits that's, that in was before, every single okay? game that except was before. for three. Before listen, what? Listen, it's like early in their season. Like he's I'm doing mad so on this good. one, man. No, I'm no. He literally had 18 well, okay, points in PPR saying, last week. Not this, you know, not against the Rams, but against the Ravens. But okay, let's move on here. Let's <laughs> go to our. <laughs> what? Against the Rams, he was awful. No, he still got nine points. Like I'll take. Dude, that. Chris Godwin if had that's like his 13. bad game. If that's his bad game, that's all I'm saying. Like that's okay with me. No. All right, let's do these week ten starts and sits here. Bet. I, I will go first Get here. It. Matt is supporting Matt this week. I'm going Matt Way. Stafford versus the Arizona Cardinals. I don't like this as much as I could because last time Matt Stafford faced the Cardinals, they won in convincing fashion, but he didn't have a single touchdown. But usually, Matthew Stafford does well against the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I believe last year he had, you know, he had two touchdowns in the last um, in the two matchups he had last year with the Cardinals, at least two touchdowns. He's only thrown one interception against the Cardinals as a Ram, which is very impressive for Matthew Stafford's standards. And I think he's going to have, let's all hear it, a get-right week against <laughs> you would very love to hear it. bad love to hear it. Arizona Cardinals. Yes. Gotcha. I agree. respect it. I respect it. I mean, there is something like, you know, a get-right week. But have you guys ever heard of a get-right second half of the season? <laughs> oh, you heard that one? That's wild. You heard of that one? Tell me about it. Tell me about never? it. Never? Yeah, all right. Well, there's a guy who plays football with two gloves. Likes to throw <laughs> to the other team a lot. Teddy? His name is Kenny Pickett. No, close, close, close. Got Kenny, not Teddy, so don't get it confused. Uh, um, I got Kenny two. I got Kenny two gloves. Pick it to the defense, and I think he's. I think he's due for a great second <laughs> half of the season. You know, I don't know what, what makes me say that, but I just feel like. <laughs> I just feel like there's something crap. going there. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not, bro. We played the hardest part of our schedule. You know, if you're a rookie quarterback, you get thrown out there in Buffalo, and then you got you got Philadelphia, you got you got Miami, you got Tampa, you got all these hard ass matchups. It is hard. It's you know, it's just I don't want to sound excuses, but like fantasy wise, we can make excuses. Real life, obviously, standards are different, you know. But right now, for fantasy purposes, none of that is relevant to you because you never had to start him or play him when you're doing all that crap. Now we got, you know, much, much lighter match, especially going a couple weeks in. And I'm just think that if you're in a position where you kind of got a guy, maybe like a Kirk Cousins or a, you know, Matthew Stafford, I don't know, these mid-level quarterbacks, which are not too like overly like, you know, you know, overly bought in on, you could, you could start a Kenny Pickett. And that's all I'm going to say. Oh, dude. I don't know about that one. I think that's, <sighs> that's... Homer alert. If it's they had hard. Little, like sirens going on. Homer. He he's on the waiver wire. I bet you that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not like you got to worry about anybody else trying to get for him. So you don't even got to spend a waiver wire on him. You don't got to waste <laughs> your priority. You don't got to fight with them to get other people. Like, why well, I think I'm gonna have him? to fight with you because Joe Burrow's on a buy this week. Oh. Don't <laughs> say that. Don't say that. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know that. Oh man, you're ugly. You're ugly, dude. I'm not. You're not. You're not coaxing me to take you some trash. Two gloves. Oh bum. man. Nah, yeah, bro. Don't waste your waiver priority getting them. You know, 
But if he's not there in your leagues and you see him pop off, you know where he's at on my team. Gotcha. Yeah. This is my role as the wild card. Now I'm going to steal Kenny Pickett from G. Bro, <laughs> yes, sir. If, you're, if, you're, if your intentions are to steal Kenny from me, bro, I... More he's gonna murder you, bro. Like you need to, <laughs> you need to, you need to sleep better at night, bro. By taking Kenny from me, bro. Like you need to do this that, bro. Like, Maybe have two pillows, bro, because it's not, it's not it for you, dude. That's that, that's just crummy. <laughs> Kenny? Oh no, dude. Let hey man, all right, I'm gonna give you. Let no, 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 no. Oh, no, okay. No. You're on a roll. You're on a roll. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna give you a less hated answer first, so you guys can respect me again, okay? I'm gonna give you Demo against the Lions, bro. That's respectable, right? Like it's a it's the Lions, I like bro. Demo. I could probably put up good fancy points against the Lions, bro. Yeah, yeah. Rogers not Aaron Rodgers, but yeah. yeah, Aaron Rodgers would speak differently. You know, he really thought Aiden Hutchinson wide open in the end zone. But you <laughs> hey, know, <laughs> David also, Montgomery's in for one. Shout out to that poor uh, woman that is always messaging us, asking us uh, on our because we do a we do uh, a fantasy football council and we help her out on twitter uh, and every time we ask she asks us a question we send it in to our uh analysts all three of us decide on an answer we're not even analysts anymore bro we're just people <laughs> we're, we're just people, people compared to her she talks to she's yeah, just she's just like you know they're, they're nothing the saddest thing is that she even because okay first of all for more context she asks us if she should start Justin Fields or Aaron Rodgers last week. And I I will go on the right side of history here because I said Justin Fields, but I was outvoted because Gavin G said Aaron Rodgers. And so I sent in and Aaron Rodgers to I don't want people to think that we don't like live by our decisions, bro. In one exactly. of my main leagues, not our super, our super league, one of my other leagues, one of my most important leagues, I had the decision Saturday night. I was looking at... Trevor Lawrence, the guy right under him with Justin Fields, and I clicked on Justin Fields' name, and I was like, "Nah, I'm gonna go Trevor Lawrence." And I had the you same know thing. How that went. I went Kirk Cousins <laughs> over Justin Fields. It's crazy. Just insane. I mean, listen, we we fall, we we die on the swords that we we, we have, though. You know. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, sorry. You're gonna sorry. die on the sword here going forward, Gav, with this pick, right? <laughs> oh yeah, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> for all of you sufferers out there I, i'm just gonna call you sufferers because i know you've been suffering the entire year we actually have an analyst here who's been yeah. suffering the entire year i've got great news for you okay and you may not know who i'm talking <laughs> about but i'm talking about jonathan taylor owners listen guys you got the coach just fired their coach okay and you know there's this phenomenon where the team just does real good that first week uh, of the new coach this is the time jonathan taylor is back baby and then you're going to have to sell him, <laughs> do whatever you want after. But this week, or you can even start Deion Jackson. I don't know if Jonathan Taylor's healthy enough or if they're going to start him. Either way, it's against the Raiders. Raiders are not looking. They have not been looking it. Um, they've, dude, they choked 17. <laughs> 17 Third points. Time. Are you joking? Third, Third time. time. Happened. I mean, even if they go down, the Colts, dude, they're going to come back up, bro. There's no way the Raiders give you life. They're trying to give you the win. And they're trying to give all of these Jonathan Taylor um, owners a second wind in fantasy football. Congratulations. You won this week. The only cool part about yeah. this is that they face the Raiders. Other than that, I don't have any hopes for the Colts offense looking better than a JV high school team. <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. Well, well Jeff, all Coach Jeff Saturday couldn't even have a winning record Listen, in high school. Can't, so. you just, can't you just hope? You've already been down all season. Just hope with me, dude. 
Just hope with There's no hope here. That's not fun. The hate is funner. The hate is so much more fun. Yo, I think I have the least amount of points scored in the league. (laughs) What do I have to hope for? I'm about to lose King (laughs) Midi um, for worst team in the league. Listen, dude. They give up a lot of touchdowns. That's all I got to say. They give up a lot of touchdowns to Raiders. So, and rushing touchdowns, 16. That's the third most. You got this. You got this, Jonathan Taylor fans. I'm going to give you second life. I'm also going to give all of the Tyler Lockett fans more life. Y'all starting him against the Bucks. I don't know what it is. I feel like they're going to lock up. Um, I, I, I did this lot two weeks ago. You always say um, this. Yeah, DK. You, you don't know, like DK that much. DK, huh? I don't like DK. <laughs> and Tyler Lockett just going to pop off. And that's always like it, dude. And I feel like um, Geno's not going to have a fun time against the Bucks this time. Definitely going to be playing from back. Tyler Lockett's that deep threat. Deeper threat. So yeah, I like it. Gav is the Tyler Lockett whisperer. So if whisperer, you hear, dude, start him, me. you start him. You start him. Don't DK though. I'm I'm horribly off. I'm. This is not anything about DK. I'm just telling you, start Tyler. Even though you're still talking about it and making it about DK. Listen, listen. It doesn't matter. Tyler Lockett's a start. Okay. Initially, I had DJ Moore as my start of the week against Atlanta, and I still like that. Oh. But I'm gonna go for bold here. I'm gonna go. You're getting two for. You're giving going us a two for. I'm going for here, because oh. not only is Atlanta so bad at passing defense, so I'm not only gonna start one Carolina Panther wide receiver. <gasps> oh goodness! I'm gonna oh, start no. two of them right here. Oh god! Jeez, you're a sicko. I'm going, you're literally a sicko. Wild. You need a mental double stack. <laughs> double stack. Double stack. <laughs> mental institution. <laughs> oh, for real, dude. This is like. I'm this going Terrace Marshall. Oh my god! Oh my Atlanta god! He said Falcons. it. He said it. Gee, he said this. I think we gotta cancel the show. <laughs> Look, man, what are we doing? This is how I it's gonna know. work out. He at Atlanta. He had nine receptions for 87 yards, finished with 12 points in PPR. That can't be right. That has to be half PPR. No, <laughs> that's weird. But either way, he's been going up. He's on an upward trend. He got a touchdown, obviously, in garbage time to the Cincinnati Bengals. So he's had back-to-back double-digit weeks. He's going up against Atlanta again, who I just said, you know, they gave up 12 points to him. And Atlanta is giving up 300 passing yards per game. They don't have A.J. Terrell, I'm pretty sure. And, you know, I feel like the wide receivers are going to run wild. As long as P.J. Walker returns to the P.J. Walker we saw in Atlanta, not the P.J. Walker that throws for, like, negative yards. Like, I don't get what's going on there. <laughs> like, for some reason, like, he keeps changing. Like, sometimes he throws it down the field, and he's like that Hail Mary, you know, I'm winning the NFC South, PJ Walker. And then other days, he's like, okay, I'm going to not throw it beyond the line of scrimmage here. But either way, I like, <laughs> you know, I like Terrence Marshall, and I'm going to say it right now, I'm going to pick him up. You know, listen to me. I'm going to start him this week. Well, what do listen, I have to lose? You're, a, you're literally a fucking he, sicko, he's bro. He's sick to the brain, dude. DJ <laughs> Moore, Marshall Stack, with sick. Baker like as the genius. quarterback, too? Yeah, so crazy because, because like, there's a possibility that Darnold plays. Okay, if him. that happens, I'm not, then you cancel everything. Sorry. They did activate him, I think, off the... Uh... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They activated him. So oh, like, no. now you If that fucking... happens, if that happens, you know my stance. I don't on think Darnold. he's going to start. It's over. 
Okay. Imagine All right. All Sam right. Darnold, the guy we hyped up last season, comes back from the dead. Okay. No, definitely not. As QB one, pick up Sam Darnold, start him. <laughs> Facts. Let's go, dude. Always been, always new. Ain't nobody saying start Sam Darnold on this show. <laughs> yeah. We All said right. it. We passed that point. We've 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 evolved from that take. Yep. <laughs> I'm going back to back here. I'm going to go with Tyler Higby against the Cardinals. Tyler Higby has been gone recently. He's literally been missing. And um, it's a little bit unexplained, honestly, because, you know, they just stopped throwing it to him. He was a little bit injured during the Niners game. And maybe that's why he only had like two receptions. But against Tampa Bay, he only had one target. And that was on a screen. And I don't think it worked. But again, Tyler Higby loves to play against the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals are the worst team, um, actually second worst, to Seattle in terms of points given up to tight ends. They let Noah Fant just get these insane bootleg rollouts every single time. like, And I think one of them basically sealed the game. And, you know, who loves bootleg rollouts to their tight ends? The Rams. <laughs> there is like, like, keep the faith, start Tyler Higby. You're gonna, it's going to be worth it. I mean, Matt sounds really strong in Tyler Hegby. I'm going to give you someone I'm not strong about, but I love him because he helped me murder my friend um, on national TV. We'll go with Jawan Johnson, dude. I mean, let's be real. He's just a streaming option. He's available on all platforms. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I mean... What, not in my dynasty it? league because I'm no, starting him last league. week. Oh, God. Well, in our listener league, you know. I have him, but I'm dropping him. Like I don't care anymore. I just needed to cover Kittle. But I mean, honestly, that he's pretty put put up pretty strong numbers these past three weeks. I mean, he, he played gets Arizona a touchdown, basically. seventeen. Yeah, he's a touchdown monster, kind of. He's garbage time. I mean, touchdown, that's all you're looking for, garbage time. And he's playing the Steelers, so I mean, G's high on the Steelers having a good um, second second half comeback. Like, uh-huh. if if he's right, which he usually is about his Steelers, you know, wink wink, ha ha, mm-hmm. good yeah. laugh. Um, Juwan Johnson is definitely going to be that garbage time monster again this next week. Or are he's you saying only, that you guys are going to be losing? He's only rostered in eighteen percent of leagues. Eighteen percent. Pick him that's up. That's a deep. That's a deep sleep. Yeah, deep sleep, dude. I'm helping all those guys. That sixteen man league, dude. Fourteen, <laughs> <laughs> 14 bro. I got you all. That's, I respect all right. the hustle, bro. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's all I do. That's what I do. <laughs> alright G how about you start us off with our sits at quarterback I love it tell me dude tell me before I get there before I get there can I just I got one start that I really really just want to talk about and it's not a quarterback it's not a running back it's not a wide receiver it's not a tight end I'm going to say it once and I'm going to move on go pick up the Steelers defense that's it that's it TJ's back that's really what I wanted to oh, say oh is he really oh, TJ no. is Watt back? is back right. no I can't believe it. This is what I've been waiting for. I gave him up to. I gave them up to. Is too. back. All right, and that's with the start of the or the sit of the week for a quarterback. I got the truth himself, Mister Dangerous. Um, yeah. why not? <laughs> why would you start him? Like, I don't know what I need to tell you to why you need to start him. He's had a couple better weeks in terms of like he's getting because to double digits consistently. His dangerous sandwich is good. Because you know, he's got this a. alter ego, and who doesn't have an alter ego? You know, like Mr. Unlimited. Unlimited. I say all the podcasters, all the podcasters who don't make the playoffs this year, I think we should all get a dangerous sandwich. That's our punishment. We have to eat it. That'd be kind of fire. 
<laughs> I kind of join you guys just for the culture. Honestly, oh aren't we all killing Russell Wilson? A lot of people have drafted him thinking he was going to be hot. Yeah, uh, I think you're at a point where you can cut him, find a different option like Kenny Pickett. I w- that was last week for me. So you know. He's no longer rostered yeah. in our uh, listener league. Thanks again. Oh, no. He's yeah. up for grabs. You're welcome. <laughs> then I, I guess, yeah, I guess my thing is not really a sit, it's a cut. <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> Thank you for letting me finally know, dude. As if I haven't been murdered by this guy like for like seven weeks now. I actually I actually traded Eight him weeks. away in my dynasty league too for Stafford straight up. For Stafford. I don't know how any better that is, but you know, <laughs> congratulations to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's crazy, bro. You can uh, start us off with the next sit, though. All right. I'm going to go with Kirkland Cousins versus the what Buffalo Bills. It's not yep. a prime I'm time, I'm sorry, Kirk. I love, I, love, I love the little dance you did on the plane. <laughs> what dance you, know? you did? Little, ship, little dancey dance, bro. Feeling himself. You did. You got lit. I love it. But I'm sorry, man. Your run ends here. Buffalo oh, n- is mad. They lost to Zach Wilson, and they are probably gonna. You know, I I just didn't like Kirk Cousins um, last week. Honestly, like it kind of felt like you know they had to come back from ten. I want to say ten down versus the Commanders. It felt like thirty. Yeah, dude, and I'm you, like, wait, listen, what is dude, going the on Commanders here? had the ref low key um, play corner for him, dude. Safety. <laughs> Did you yeah, not see that? It's his good play design. It's his good play design. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the commanders also are really good at the one like the one thing they're really good at is bringing pressure and that's like one thing that kind of fucks that's up true. Kirk Cousins so yeah. a certain but you know who Kirk he faces today, I'm a... he faces Von yeah. Miller next week so who that old man with some glasses no no hey, I'm just joking he's still in Panthers fans nightmares right now <laughs> dude Nando's Panther that's fans have a lot of a lot of different nightmares yeah I know I mean, their entire franchise is a nightmare. Let's be real. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying that you you could definitely pivot off Kirk Cousins this week. Buffalo has the seventh best pass defense, and I think that they're probably going to run the ball more because they have a propensity to be weak against the run. So I think you're going to see a lot more of Dalvin Cook. They're going to try to make sure Kirk Cousins doesn't turn the ball over, get pressured too much because he's going to get hit. He got hit hard against the Commanders. Like, the commander's way through that deep pass down dude, that, that hit was in the fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah. He got I didn't know if he was going to get back up, but, you know, it was hard. Um, but I'm looking They brought out, what's right his name for a play? Who? Uh, uh, who's the backup? I think it's the guy that used to play for you guys, bro. Uh, Mullins? Yeah, I think that was their backup. He's on the Vikings? Yeah, he played <laughs> it down. And he Kirk is. came back oh out, I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you guys test if we really watch football, like we really you watching this shit, man. I'm watching fucking Nick Mullins just so I can tell you guys. I'm so glad that I got that on the first try. We have a lot of backup quarterbacks everywhere. Like it could have been CJ Beth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. That's a very fair point. Yeah. Jesus. Well, good. I like it. Although I feel bad for my boy Kirk. Um, listen. You see the Miles Sanders against the uh, Commanders, dude. I mean, I don't know what it is. The Commanders have, they're coming back to like their normal ways, dude. That that deep, that front, that line is just nasty right now, dude. And aside from that, just like based off of stats, the Commanders have only allowed four touchdowns to running backs the entire year. I mean, at least rushing wow. touchdowns. So, 
you know, Sanders has been, he, I mean, he's had great matchups recently. Um, and I know he scored like 15, 16. You're going to go back to the shadow realm with him. Everyone was clowning me when I had him. And now that I don't have him anymore, I'm going to clown everyone who has Miles Sanders. Sit him, dude. Commanders have allowed four touchdowns. Don't do it. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great pick. That's a great pick. And I'm gonna kind yeah. of be in the same direction with you for my running back pick. I'm gonna go against the the running back number one against <gasps> the one of the best defenses against the run. So it's just might versus might. It's Eckler versus San Francisco. I just feel like when it Let's comes go. down to it, like. The San Francisco defense is really just like, you know, obviously They're we talk raw, a lot dude. about their offense, about Jimmy, we talk about CMC, Debo, IU, Kittle, all these guys, but that defense has been the consistent factor on that team, has been just locking down the run, so you don't have a run game. You're going to have Justin Herbert, sure he could check it down and make uh, Austin Eckler kind of relevant in a sense, fantasy-wise by that, but I don't know if they'll be scoring too many touchdowns. Uh, I'm just saying, I think uh, Eckler is a fade. For when what you have Fred Warner flying out there, dude, yeah. like Superman, it's over for Yeah, Eckler, man. Dude. It's ugly for Eckler. And you got that pressure that's going to be on him. And you know Herbert's got no O-line. He's dying out there, man. He'd be dying. All I got to say is that we tend to disappoint after bye weeks. So just keep that in mind. I'm a Niners fan. I know what we are. And it doesn't matter if we have CMC. He'll disappoint you. Like, all I'm saying. I'll, I'll start us off oh. with our wide receiver sits. Don't sit, start any Colt, period. And that includes <gasps> what? Jonathan Taylor. That includes Deion Jackson. But I'm mostly going to focus on the wide receivers here, right? Look, I know the matchup is great. If it was Matt Ryan at quarterback, Frank Reich as your head coach, you know, everything was normal again. It was week one again, and we were pretending like the Colts were good. Then I would say start Michael Pittman. Maybe start Alec Pierce. But again, does anyone have any faith right now to confidently put Michael Pittman in your wide receiver slot position right now? You're telling me that you don't have two guys that you can put at wide receiver, right? Instead of Michael Pittman. The Raiders aren't good. I get it. I've watched them. But I've also (laughs) watched the Colts. This is going to be a horrible, horrible game. Someone's going to have to win this one or tie. There's going to be a result at the end of this game. And it's okay. just going to be like, why Why did we put ourselves through this? Why did we watch all of this? Right? Save yourself the trouble. Bench both of them, Pittman and Pierce. If they somehow turn up, that's great. But at least you won't have to watch the football game. At least you <laughs> won't have to follow what's going on. And honestly, that's a bigger peace of mind to me than having a win because of Michael Pittman. Agreed. Okay, I'm sitting him. Thank you. <laughs> no arguments here. I'm going to carry it right along, dude. I know you guys were just talking big hype about him in our uh, trade trade up for the um, for the playoffs, but this ain't the playoffs yet, bruh. You sitting Alan Lazard against the Cowboys. I mean, he's going to have Trayvon Diggs in his face all night, dude. I mean, he's kind of trash. No cap. I mean, all he does is take interceptions. But, I mean, they have Michael Parsons on the line. And, you know, he's going to get a lot of pressure on uh, on that horrible line that um, Rodgers has. And Rodgers is going to blow up. I mean, he's going to be playing the Cowboys. And you know how they are, dude. They're just the most annoying people in the world, dude. He's going to be throwing a fit. Not going to be throwing the ball well. It's over for... I'm glad to see it, dude. 
Rodgers' downfall starts with the Cowboys' You don't think Rodgers is going to own the Cowboys again like he no, always does? Dude. No. He only owns the Bears, not the Cowboys. That's true. Even in this Maybe. season, the, he still, yeah. like, I think I that mean, was his best performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I also, um, it's the fact that um, Dobbs is also out now, too. So, I mean, you really don't have to cover nobody else. I mean, Dobbs was a threat, but now you have nobody else other than Lazard. Oh, and I guess... But um, you, don't, you don't think he had a safe floor with volume? Well, safe floor fine maybe like it's not even then it's like maybe seven seven points so you're saying like yeah, a very low says, flex right very no nah dude i'm saying like very very low sittable right. i'm sitting him although i don't own any freaking trash packers players oh i did have dobbs i'm sorry well whatever okay that's a that's a good pick. Good pick. I don't know if I necessarily agree with it, but I don't have no. to. Uh, I got Zach Ertz as my tight end sit for the week uh, against the Rams. It's just a good Rams defense against tight ends. Uh, Kyler kind of not the greatest against the Rams. It's really on and off, and usually if he does well, it's D hop. And I don't know if it's going to be very successful trying Bobby Wagner this week. Um, yeah, I mean it's pretty simple for me. I don't need to really go into it too much, but yeah, Zach Ertz is, uh, he's been playing well. I'd obviously hold on to him. Maybe if you could get like a, uh, replaceable level tight end and Higby, like we stated earlier, Matt did, or Jawan Johnson, even, you know, someone like that. That's kind of like, I just feel like they have a lot safer floors, even though it sounds crazy, but I really think Ertz's floor this week is zero. Like there's a chance. And if someone told me Ertz got zero points this week, I wouldn't like be so surprised. Dang. Damn. <laughs> Damn. All right. I will oh, go. I don't know how you do that. He, I think he's like third in anyway. He's, I think, like tight end number five to three. Oh, I don't but. believe. I, I also think Ertz is going to be a sit. Like, but um, I changed my sit of the week to Pat Firemove against the Saints. <laughs> oh. Dude, he just told you he was getting. They were coming back around. Yeah, but I don't think so. That was that oh. was G, you know. It doesn't. The Steelers can be good. Kenny Kenny Chew Gloves can be good, but you just can't do it without Pat Firemuth this week because the Saints are really good against tight ends. Like, they allowed one reception to Isaiah Likely, which obviously resulted in a touchdown. And you thought, oh, he's gonna have a great game because that was in the first quarter, and then you didn't see him ever since. Like, give credit where credit is due. The Saints are the best in the league in terms of shutting down tight ends you rarely see from them and i think that fire move is no exception i don't think he is you know going to be so much part of the game plan where uh can pickett's going to have to throw to him right so i think that he's going to go to deontay more i think he's going to go to george pickens as you said g but you know i think fire move benefited from a very check down worthy game against miami much too Gab's chagrin but I hate it you know I, I think that I think New Orleans is a lot better than Miami in terms of guarding tight ends Miami is bottom five New Orleans again is first so play the matchup here go with anyone else but fire move yeah. all right and that is our starts and sits for week 10 yeah fun week and- fun week we're getting into the the heart meaty gritty of the seasons 
can't believe it's already week 10. Like, Listen. that means we have, like, three, four more weeks till the playoffs, I think. Oh, man. Basically. God. I, think I was you just getting started right in the listener league. I was just getting started. My momentum was coming up. <laughs> yeah, Listen, a lot of get right I, weeks coming. <laughs> I was just on a five-game losing streak, so you you can do it. Maybe it's time for your uh, 200 game. Yeah, but at least you game. got Josh Allen and well, you lined else. in. <laughs> Listen, Josh Allen was they're looking at him for a ULC injury. UCL, dude, UCL. I mean UCL injury. I would keep God an eye on as that. soon as I got him. Yeah, but I, if I score a hundred points at any point at this season, that's that's my victory at this point. I'm like the Colts of the foot of our sports council league right now. Like <laughs> we're, we take moral victories here <laughs> at this point. I gotta just score a hundred points. If I score a hundred points in any of the next like four or five weeks, that will be my win. That will be my championship. All right. Okay, praying for you. All right. <laughs> yeah yeah we're there we're at that point <laughs> it's kind of low dude Jeez, I'm, i feel bad now hey man he said i'm praying just for you. <laughs> it's, it's one of those it's one of those seasons it's okay i'll be back next year but um we will have our full starts and sits on saturday on our twitter at bay council and you can look at them there um that'll do it for our show be sure to follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, anywhere you get your podcasts from, as well as follow our Twitter and our Instagram at sports underscore council to stay up to date on the latest and greatest of our sports takes. That'll do it, guys. Oh, and we will have Veterans Day this weekend, which is great. Three-day weekend. Honor the it. troops. Good time. Good time for football. Oh, I mean, yeah, honor the troops. <laughs> of course, that was the first thing I was thinking. <laughs> Of course, of course it was. That'll do it, guys. Later, guys. See you. See ya.